it's morning and Dan is about to come out of the bedroom any second and I'm already embarrassed that he's gonna catch me filming even though he already knows that I'm filming. But today I wanna talk about the fact that your insides don't match your outsides. <laughs> Meaning when I feel anxious or insecure or vulnerable in any way, I just assume that's plastered on my face on the outside in some way, super obvious to everybody else in the world. And it turns out it's not, that's not how it works. So strange, let's talk about it. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. You're listening to the Who Are You and What Are You Doing Here podcast, a podcast where we explore the answers to those two questions in some capacity. I decided I want to talk to you while I'm cleaning up my disastrous kitchen. So if you didn't know this already, I recently decided I wanted to re-enter my in-person yoga teaching era. I used to teach yoga in person before the pandemic for maybe a couple years on and off, very sporadically. Then I sort of transitioned to teaching yoga online and then I just stopped for the last year or so and decided enough's enough. I really want to teach yoga in person again. So I decided to have 10 people over and teach them a little yoga class up in our building gym and then have them over for a little brunch breakfast sandwich situation after. If you missed the last episode, I did talk about that then. I talked about how I was nervous and how I wasn't sure how it was going to go and I hoped it was going to be a success, but I was going to do it anyway, even if it wasn't going to be great blah, blah, blah. Well, we did it. We're now on the other side of it. And I'm very happy to report it went really well. All things considered, it went really well for me, according to my standards. Like it wasn't perfect, of course, but it wasn't a huge disaster, which is really all we can hope for when we're trying something new or something again for the first time in a while. So what's crazy to me is when I see other people doing what I did yesterday, which is teaching yoga and hosting people, I'm always amazed at the ways that they carry themselves. They come across to me as so confident, cool, calm, collected, eloquent in their teaching, sure of themselves. And I always wonder like, how do they do that? How do they stay so calm? I wanna be like that. But instead I knew myself and I knew realistically when I teach yoga and when I have these people over for a meal, I'm gonna be a nervous wreck. I am a highly anxious person. That is just how it's gonna go. And I just assumed everybody that is coming to this thing is gonna see me be super vulnerable and super anxious and super nervous. And it just hit me yesterday that while it's true that people might be able to see or assume your feelings to an extent by way of how you're presenting or acting, really nobody knows how you're actually feeling. The fears and insecurities that you're feeling on the inside that might feel debilitating to you might not be coming across at all to the people you're hanging out with. And I realized this after the class, the yoga class, when we were all hanging out here at our place and people weren't like, <laughs> I think I was expecting people to be like, Oh, so you were nervous, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, we could tell. But instead, people were like, that was great. Thanks so much. You know, overall positive feedback. And then on top of that, a couple people were so kind and were complimenting my yoga teaching skills. And because I haven't taught in person in like four years, I was like, oh, for sure, that's going to show in my teaching. But yeah, a couple of people, when I told them that I hadn't taught in a while, were like, oh, wow, it seemed like you were pretty confident. You already kind of have a yoga teacher voice and personality. And I was like, huh? Did I just trick everyone into thinking that I am a not super insecure yoga teacher. And that really got me questioning like, 
how real are my insecurities? If people's experience of me and of that yoga class was they felt held, they felt confident in my own teaching, I truly was able to lead them through a flow successfully, then I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Where beforehand and during, I'm like, oh my God, this is a disaster. This is gonna be a disaster. I also think the thing I'm realizing is actually doing something outside your comfort zone is a lot more messy and gray than what your experience of somebody else doing that thing is and what your experience of yourself doing that thing is. What I mean by that is when I'm watching somebody else do something similar, teach a yoga class for the first time in a long time, they to me usually come across as very put together, very confident, very capable, when in reality, internally, they're probably experiencing some level of anxiety similar to what I experience in that similar situation. Maybe not to the extent that I am experiencing it because I am a highly anxious human, but we're not that different. And similarly, when I'm experiencing anxieties on the inside, it also doesn't mean that I'm as incapable as I might feel. I actually did successfully lead people through a yoga flow and I felt nervous at the same time. You know, if you've listened to my other videos, you know that middle grounds, moderation, nuance are things that I'm kind of newly stepping into. I have a history of just loving extremes and being very black and white in my thinking. So I'm just realizing in this area that things are not as black and white as they may seem. Because I think the narrative I was creating was like, why can everybody else teach yoga or have people over and be confident? And with me, I'm a total wreck and everybody can tell and it's a disaster. Yeah, I've just realized neither of those things are true. Neither of those things are reality. The reality is by doing the thing and teaching a yoga class, I've reminded myself or maybe even helped myself believe for the first time that I am capable of this thing. I'm able to teach. I'm not a horrible teacher. And that's really cool. It's like that Andrea Gibson poem, which I know I'll butcher if I try to explain it, but they essentially are saying the thing you're scared to do, the thing you want to be confident at doing, you need to do it before you feel the confidence. So it's like leading up to this <laughs> class. I so badly wanted to feel, feel the confidence so that I could then step into teaching confident, but instead you have to kind of do it in the reverse. Like doing the thing is what generates the confidence. So it's a little bit backwards in that sense, but yeah, that was really cool to realize. Like I can have real confidence now that I'm capable of teaching a yoga class in person. I've just proved that to myself. So I'm embracing and owning that it's okay for me to be confident that I'm able to teach, which is wonderful. I'm not claiming to be like the most advanced teacher or the best teacher, but as somebody that has historically had very low self-esteem and low self-confidence, it's a win for me to say like, no, I'm like not an awful yoga teacher. Anyway, I think when I see other people doing similar things, I don't often see them, maybe just because we're not that close or because not everybody wants to post their vulnerabilities on the internet. I don't often see those people talking about their insides. I'm just seeing the shiny external that looks really impressive and confident. So I do wanna just kind of walk you through what was going on inside of me before and during this yoga class that I seemingly was mostly confident during on the outside. And my hope is it helps people like me who are like, why am I the only one that struggles to do new things? <laughs> Everybody else seems to be fine with it. So I do wanna start by talking about the positives. I'm about to like word vomit the scary parts for me and the insecurities, but the truth is I did have a really good time 
teaching the class. I need to remind myself there was so much fun and joy that I was experiencing. And there was even a level of confidence that was real, rooted in me. It's important for me to remember those things because I often let the anxieties or like the negative, more challenging aspects of things win out. I just wanted to name that there were a lot of good things that I experienced yesterday. And I feel so happy that I felt a sense of happiness and accomplishment and confidence even throughout. Okay, let's get to the insecurities, the fun part. <laughs> so the first thing is, and I assume that other people who are doing similar things have prepared in the same way or else they're just like naturally gifted. But what people didn't see was I practiced the flow that I taught for weeks, actually probably a couple of months, at least a month solid. I had to have run through it, gosh, I mean, dozens of times, 50 plus times, just rehearsing over and over again. And that's not something that I'll need to do for every class, but it's something I wanted to do for this class, especially because I was teaching sort of a new format and I was teaching in person for the first time in so long. So that's something that I need to remember. Like there's so much that we don't know that goes into something that looks easy when it comes to the end result. I'm having a moment come to mind from the class that I think is just a perfect example of how outsides don't match the insides or other people's experience of a moment doesn't match your experience. So at the end of the class, I told everyone that I had a little lavender essential oil. I was gonna come around for anybody that wanted it and do just a little temple massage, barely like a little neck shoulder massage. Then at one point I lifted everybody's head, which is just like, it kind of releases the neck. If you keep your head heavy, it feels really nice. And then I pressed people's shoulders down. So it was a pretty simple, tiny massage at the very end. And it was so funny because I did it and afterwards, several people said, oh, that was such a nice touch. Like, I, re I really enjoyed that. And I was like, really? Because what was going through my head was, first of all, the lavender essential oil. The first half, it was completely clogged somehow. Like, the lavender oil wasn't coming out. So I was just, like, jamming the bottle into my hand, trying desperately to get, like, one drop of lavender oil out. But instead, I'm just giving people, like, dry temple massages, and I'm like, oh, this is such a disaster. Then finally, halfway through, I, like, am working with the lavender bottle, and it just all spills out. Like, it's gushing onto my hand. And once I got the lavender oil to come out, it was time for me to give this little temple shoulder massage to somebody who had like a beautiful top on one that did go on the neck and shoulders and I was like oh my god I'm gonna put like oil stains on this nice shirt there was so much oil that got in her hair it's a total disaster in my mind and then yeah I come to find out afterwards she and others were like that was great nice touch I like that I'm like okay cool I guess I'm just sort of questioning, can I release some of the insecurities and like hangups and nerves that I have around experiences going a certain way? It's almost like I did sort of fake it till I made it. Like people believed that I was able to do this thing that I was nervous I wasn't able to do. And people even enjoyed this specific moment that I thought was a disaster. But it's not even like I faked it. Like I guess I'm just realizing that these insecurities and anxieties are all like so self-manifested, manifested in my mind. And I'm asking myself the question, how can I let go of those for myself? Because they're really only affecting me at this point. If other people are having a good time, I should let myself have more of a good time too. I should not worry so much about 
how much oil is coming out or if the massage didn't go to plan for one person. So that's helpful. Yeah, and there were there were other moments where the outsides just didn't match the insides or people's experience of what ultimately happened didn't reveal so much of what happened behind the scenes leading up to it. For a lot of it beforehand, I was just so nervous and like feeling so much anxiety kind of like and cortisol like shoot through my body. And I was dealing with like, what if nobody comes? What if the food is terrible? Once I did make breakfast, I was like, the meal is dry. <laughs> like, this is disgusting. I planned to make a smoothie and then I was like, I don't have time to make a smoothie, but I told myself I'd make a smoothie. I have to make a smoothie. Just kind of like spiraling a bit, wondering like, will people have a good time? Will they like the class? Will I be able to even speak? Will I lose my voice? Will I forget how to talk? All of these internal narratives that nobody was aware of and their experience I think was primarily like, oh, I just experienced a not bad yoga class and had a not bad meal. So yeah, insides don't match your outsides. And Glennon Doyle talks about like, how can we make our outsides match our insides or vice versa? I really like that question for me right now. In this case, I want to make my insides match my outsides. I think mostly, most of the time she's talking about that line as in like, you should be more open about the anxieties or vulnerabilities that are like happening inside. And that is super important. But in my case, I'm almost flipping it. I think it would be helpful for me to allow myself to let go of some of the internal anxieties and nerves that are just unnecessary for me to do what I'm here to do. I think a part of me almost believes that I need to be super nervous and I need to be insecure and I need to have like low self-worth before doing something that is scary to do or something that is new for me to do. It's like a weird superstition almost. Like my humbleness and my nervousness will make the experience better in the end. And that is just so silly. The fear is not actually fueling the success of the experience as much as I think it is. Actually, at all, I believe. I think if I'm being real, I could have saved myself so much energy and so much anxiety both before preparing for the event and during had I just let things go a little bit more. When things were feeling stressful and I realized there wasn't time to make a smoothie without maybe being late, I should have just not made the smoothie, which Dan actually pointed that out when I started like freaking out right before being like, people are about to arrive, I need to make this smoothie. He actually said, he's like, why are you doing this to yourself? He said it in a very loving, earnest way, like why? There's plenty of other food here you don't need to make a smoothie like it's a very kind gesture but maybe like loosen up a little bit <laughs> you didn't say that last part but i'm just learning that letting go i always end up speaking in cliches but letting go is a really powerful thing and it's something that i want to give myself permission to do because staying anxious helps no one and affects nobody but me and my power isn't derived from the insecurities and the fears and the anxieties that I feed into when trying a new thing. Like I'm like, what would happen if I just sort of owned that I'm not a bad teacher, I'm not a bad host? Dare I say I'm even good at those things. Again, not the best, but overall good and let myself just step into those experiences with that true sense of confidence and letting any anxious thoughts just sort of pass through me rather than like hanging on to them, ruminating on them, even almost unconsciously expanding them and growing them within me because I think it's going to somehow help the experience. But I think a, a genuine question I have is what will happen if I do believe in myself? What will I spend all of my time and energy doing if I step into these experiences calmly and more confidently, if I'm not spending inordinate amounts of energy 
on trying to get myself to calm down and believe that I'm capable of doing X, Y, or Z. And I'll just do like a, a short little portion of what I think my higher self would say back to me, which is, I think it would be a really good thing to try. I think it will be challenging because when we are accustomed to feeling one way, even if we're accustomed to feeling scared or fearful, it ends up inevitably feeling new and scary and kind of not good at first to experience anything else, even if that other thing is much more healthy, is safety, is calmness, is whatever. But it is worth getting accustomed to calming yourself down and getting less accustomed to being in this constant state of fear when trying things that realistically we know we're capable of, or at least can safely assume we're probably capable of. And if we're truly not sure that we're capable of it, let's say in my example, I really wasn't sure that I wouldn't, you know, completely freeze up while teaching my yoga class. Can I ask myself what would happen? Worst case scenario. Let's say I completely forget how to, how to talk during the yoga class. Like, would anybody die? Would anybody be harmed? Would anybody be super mad at me? Would I be unsafe? Would others be unsafe? No. Like, the things that we put pressure on ourselves for don't actually matter. They matter and they don't matter, right? It's like finding a balance, but it helps me to come back to this line of like, nobody's gonna die no matter how this goes. So I'm learning, I'm letting things go, and I'm excited to keep getting more and more accustomed to like actually having confidence and releasing anxiety that is affecting nobody but me. I wonder how much of this is like a woman thing too. If you relate to any of this, let me know. Is there something that you're trying or doing that feels scary to you, that seems to be effortless for other people. I would love to cheer you on with whatever it is that you're doing. And as somebody that has realized that I've just spent way too much time being nervous for nothing, I hope you're able to let go of some of your insecurities and anxieties and fears because chances are your outsides don't match your insides. People aren't able to see your insecurities and fears plastered all over your face like I previously believed and your fears and anxieties are often affecting nobody but yourself and it's safe to let those things go. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this video, if you found something useful in it, please like it, please subscribe and we'll see you back here next week. I'm gonna keep cleaning my kitchen. I really didn't get nearly as much done as I thought I would because I'm really not the best multitasker, but that's okay. It was fun chatting. Okay, love you, bye.